Mute gods have been appeased! Yay! Okay. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Cyberpunk Goes Nomad stream. Uh, we are continuing on from last week's session, and we will be taking a look at getting all of the nuts and bolts together as our crew here uh, starts to get ready for a little bit of mayhem in the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, so, uh, if anybody in chat can give us a heads up, uh, let us know if there's any video or other sound issues. Thank you, Vampire, for giving me some hand signals. Um, once we are, uh, once we are all set, we are good. I'm gonna have our players introduce themselves. Uh, let's start off with, uh, Captain Mark up on top. Go for it. Good evening all, um, Captain Mark 87 on the Discord, uh, you can find me here both uh, for these evenings and uh, Friday evenings for Fallout as well, and uh, over on twitch.tv forward slash heroes in theory on Sunday for D&D, &D. Um, I am playing the rocker boy of the group, um, he's old as fuck, yeah. No, I've got nothing else. You're good. Go on, Chucky. Oh, all righty. Uh, <laughs> Chucky, go for it. All right. I'm uh, Chucky on Discord. It's or Twitch. It's Chucky305. And uh, be playing T-Bar, the pilot nomad. All righty. Thank you. Raven? Hey, everyone. Uh, I'll be playing um, Calamity, your... Solo slash tech today. Uh, you can find me all over the internet at Doña Trece Cuerdo. Thank you. Thank you much. Give me one second. I just got disconnected from my Twitch. There we go. All right. Uh, Johnny, go for it. Hi, I'm uh, Johnny Drop over on the Discord. Uh, you can find me here every Friday and Saturday night. Um, I'll be playing Remy, the tech tonight, and uh, if you'd like, you can check out my SoundCloud at Arkson. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Vampire, go for it. Vampire Bites. Uh, you can catch me here every Saturday night playing Mojo, the former lawman turned nomad. And uh, yeah, you can catch me on Discord sometimes or on my own channel once in a while. Awesome, thank you. Uh, Violent Neon, go for it. Hey, I am Violent Neon. You can find me here every Saturday as your resident driving nomad. 
And when not here, you can find me on Discord as Violet Neon on the Cybernation Uncensored's Discord. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, Capricious Nature, GM Capricious Nature. We are running our game here on Cybernation Uncensored. And you can check out a bunch of different links that I have posted for everybody from Twitch chats to YouTube uh, channels, everything in between. Uh, music today is being provided by two different wonderful groups. We have Base Ape Records as well as uh, Helix Code over at Outworld Sounds. Uh, you can find the supplements that we are using over at CybernationUncensored.com uh, with two big focuses on the vehicles of Red and the medicine of Red as we are actively using them in our campaign. Um, and then today's maps are being provided by uh, Solution uh, over on Patreon. And you can also find another one of the maps that we're going to be running is uh, from the Many Maps Patreon, uh, who is tagged on the bottom. Uh, so uh, as we are building into today's session, the reason that we uh, had a little bit of a delay is because we were trying to chat a little bit out of character to figure out what we can do for planning. Uh, this big kind of heist, kind of just Ocean's 45 movie. Um, and uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be starting off today's session with an in-character discussion. Uh, so I'm going to set up our situation, and then I'm going to let our players jump straight into this and start discussing this and planning this out in-character. So what's been going on is that all of our players are over in Las Vegas. They arrived and uh, our uh, our player on here, let me get our player names up, uh, T-Bar, uh, got horrifically addicted to some wonderful and delicious uh, Bloaties Pizza Hog Pizza, uh, with the rest of the crew becoming extremely concerned, oh my lord, what is inside of this sauce? Uh, they hunted down a Charlie Chaplin lookalike. The Charlie Chaplin lookalike gave <laughs> T-Bar a shitload of cocaine uh, before they got a connection to a local chemist who let them know about this Heisenberg sauce. Afterwards, the group uh, was contacted by Silver and uh, Silver's associate from her previous life, uh, SCP, and the two of them met our group over in the... Uh, what is it, the Ruby Red or Rose Red Casino. While they were there, uh, we had our uh, wonderful driving nomad, Domino, getting immediately pissed off with Silver because Silver wanted nothing to do with that shenanigans. And uh, he walked out and started playing the tables. Uh, we had T-Bar run out of the building so that he could go get some more of that delicious, uh, uh, delicious pizza. And we had our uh, remaining four here, we had Devilish Jack Holmes, Calamity, Remy, and Mojo, uh, talking with SCP and with Silver to try and figure out what the hell is going on, what do they want with our crew here, and they found out that, well, SCP and Silver have a little rescue operation that they need assistance with, as all of them are still running from Metacore. Now, the information that was dropped to our group is that Medicor, one of their smaller headquarters, is here just outside of the Strip. Uh, and at this location, they may have uh, 
a famous rocker boy, the one that Silver and SCP need rescued, named Azrael Nas. The only problem is, is that this location is locked up like Fort Knox. They are concerned that if any straight head rush into the action could possibly lead to a lot of death and immediate failure. So they suggested to the group, hey, we need some distractions. We've got a rocker boy here who could throw a concert. We've got Tex here who could literally pull off just about anything with their hands and their tools. We've got a set of nomads here who can either run driving interference or flying uh, the rescued individual out of the area. And we also have a lawman who could help deal with just about any situation other themselves or with their backup. And a friendly reminder to our player, Mojo, as well as to our audience, is that Mojo's uh, backup, his two, uh, his two assistant deputies, the two of them right now are kind of running the camp uh, that our group has impromptu set up outside of Phoenix. <clears throat> but I wanted to remind them, as well as our audience, that uh, you can still call your backup. It is a rollability. And so if you want to call in your backup at any time, you can feel free. I'm not going to stop you. The camp will not go into ruin just because you wanted to use a rollability. So don't sweat it. Don't hesitate. Um, outside of that, uh, we are at a in-character chat moment now where uh, we have Silver and SCP. The two of them have uh, left the room with uh, SCP's two assistants to start getting their own plans ready and good to go, getting the venue booked for our rocker boy, as well as getting the chip ready for our uh, nomad and our tech to possibly steal uh, the car or accidentally win the car inside of the casino. Uh, so we've got our one, two, three, four, five, six players here. Everybody today, you have a chance to chat, plan, and we will uh, reach out to our NPCs once you guys are set. So go ahead, folks. It's all on you now. Just going to take notes. So what that bitch one us to do? Whereabouts are we? geographically speaking um if you want you can still be inside of the casino's vip area you could all move over to yeah. a bloaties pizza hog to sit down you could go back to that little defunct farm it is 100 up to you okay that vip room to i guess yeah i can switch us back up to the okay. vip room no problem yeah, if if SCP felt comfortable enough to talk in there, then it's secure, is my reasoning. When you say uh, Silver and SCP left, would I have seen them leave from outside? Yes. Then when I saw them leave, I would have gone into the room and restate my question. No worries. Yep, let me drop your, uh, your token off up there. There you go. Uh, hopefully you all are on the same map page now. Let's see, make sure. Yep, yep we are all cool. good to go. So yeah, uh, go ahead and discuss. I'm literally sitting here with a notebook, and I'm just going to listen in and take notes. Go for it. So there's a rapper Knox or something like that uh, pulled up 
maximum security detention. We gotta bust him out. That's both Silver's lead and Jack's lead. They're both playing to the same person. Uh, yeah. So, but it's sealed up like Fort Knox, so we're thinking distractions. The Knox guy is uh, big with the uh, Maelstrom, so getting some of their attention to join the cause is going to occur at some point. We're going to look at a mini-riot. Okay. Jack setting got Jack setting up a concert on a on a float. We need to preemptively get some of that pizza sludge smell, etc. And uh, you know, kind of whip the crowd into a hysteria for that. And uh, you might get a car out of it, too. What? Right. Let me paint you a picture. The strip. Okay? And I want you to picture the front of this casino now. What? Um, Our corpo friend's going to get his hands on a big fucking float. Great big parade float. Good old Jackie boy on the top of it, playing all the hits. And we roll it down the strip. We're gathering people's attention, right? Now, a day or so before, you and um, good old Remington here would have... I mind standing there's some sort of uh, air distribution system around ventilation net covering the entire of the strip, attached to some pipes. Now, we get our hands on some of that pizza that old T-bar is absolutely do laddie for. And we get it into the air, the air system, so it disperses across the strip, right? That'll send the crowd even more nuts. At the same point, you and it's mm, a good point. You and who? You and whoever's up for it walks into this casino with one of those chips that we've rigged, so that you win yourself a shiny new car. I'm all for that. Uh, real quick, the getting in the air ventilate, you're going to be outside. So air ventilation of the doesn't sound right. Um, while I was out there, you know, pissed off, like uh, I had to hose off some of the pizza stench that T-Bar got on me. And I noticed that there was like this water spray thing that I, I was able to walk, walk into and wash off in front of this casino. And there's like, every casino has something like that. So what if instead of this air thing in a ventilation system of the outdoors, which isn't going to fucking do a thing, we pump it into the pipes and it feeds down the entire strip. That way we don't just get everybody in front of this casino. We swap the water out for the sauce. That's not the... Yeah. That means getting our hands on a significant portion of that sauce. Well, I mean... Oh, well, I mean, there's a... There's pizza joints as far as the eye can see down the strip. I'm sure if we infiltrated one of those, we could get our hands on some. 
I'm wondering if we I could. Believe. Hey, Rim, mm-hmm. would you, if we broke into one and found one of the sauce vats, do you think you could rig it to pump into the water system? It takes some doing, but I think I could pull that off. Okay. We and, get back uh, to well, wherever can they store the thing. Yes. We get back to wherever they store this sauce. And Calamity does what Calamity does best. Well, no, I was figuring that she could help uh, Remy because uh, they're, uh, she's aspiring with her tech stuff just like he is. And that way, if we have we attack it with two birds, one stone, and as far as Calamity doing what Calamity does best, T-Bar is a great second-rate version of that and we just give him enough of that pizza sauce he'll be good for it second rate version of what don't listen to him he's just trying trying to hurt your he's just trying to hurt your feelings don't 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 worry about it bloody so i just want to make sure i understand the plan we're going to the pizza place right yes all right i understand we need to steal some sauce and we need to figure out how to Miss about with one of these chips. Pizza and chips. Got it. Not the edible type of chips. And while while we're on the topic of the pizza, Tifa, we need to have a very difficult conversation. Now, we all feel that we're doing this in your best interest, all right? You've got to get off of that stuff, mate, for this plan to work, right? I don't mind you sticking to big boy drugs like cocaine and smash. That's fine. But we've got to get you off of the pizza. I don't... What are you talking about? No more bloaties. <laughs> got to get you off the pizza. <laughs> you can have other types of pizzas, but no more bloaties. At least not until this plan comes together. I got it. No problem. Human uh, perception check. Yeah, I was going to say, this is, a, uh, <laughs> th- this is actually a chance, uh, T-Bar, to remind you that uh, you went back out and purchased a pizza, and you have pizza in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell them no problem, and then I will literally open up the box and, like, stare at it while I eat it. (laughs) (laughs) You can have Um, two luck, temporary. Oh, no. Um, Mojo, do you you want to help um, separate T-Bar from that pizza? Flamity, do you want to help? Let him get a spell for now. Last one I'll eat. But really, do you think it will be? Really? Yes. Yes. Amigos Harmonist, leave him alone. Well, last one, T-Bar. Yeah, normally I would... Normally I would say, 
leave a man to his own vices. God knows I'm not one to preach. But what I don't want is Top Gun over here bailing out of a cockpit once he sees that sauce firing all over the strip. Ejector seats for the win. Yeah. I don't have any safety gear, so I wouldn't even have that. <laughs> you do have autopilot, though, so I mean. Do we know anybody that could make a rapid detox of this pizza thing? Uh, you would actually be able to purchase this. Um, if you recall, there is a drug that you can purchase, I believe, in the CRB. Give me the, one second. There, there's, there's a pivotal error in your statement there. Mm-hmm. Purchase? Mm-hmm. You can purchase some. Uh, that doesn't compute. So I'm going to go ahead and tell them, uh, I'm going to put down the pizza and be like, all right, well, let me at least wash up. Uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll be back and I'm going to head out the door. Uh, as, no. as he leaves, I, I will look over to Calamity. Calamity, make sure he behaves. Make sure he doesn't eat any more pizza. Yeah. I'm at the babysitter. Well, you're the most terrifying one out of the lot of us. That's why. And we we mean that due to your magical badassery skills of whoop-ass. In the trunk he goes, if it becomes a problem. Perfect. Wonderful. So I'm actually, I'm looking at the, uh, the section on here right now, and my brain, uh, it was a little confused. Uh, Rapid Detox, which is a pharmaceutical created by uh, Tex, uh, Medtex, uh, is specifically for uh, dealing with the side effects, but it does not remove addiction. Uh, in the CRB, if you are addicted... Uh, you are able to go in for uh, therapy, therapy to get rid of that. Uh, but if I remember correctly, uh, our wonderful Stinkball, who gave us a plus two in chat, uh, included some drugs in the meds in the time of red uh, that can help us out with that. So let me pull this up. Smash addiction. Thank you, Steam Palm. Oof, saved us there. Right. Evaluate mental state for intoxication and addiction. Oh. Hmm? Uh, The stream stopped. Yeah, that was very bizarre. What just happened? I don't know, I can't stop. The pictures are all jacked up. Yeah, I'm trying to get this fixed right now. I have no idea what just happened. Hold on one second, folks. Technical difficulties. Kibar, did you leave the room? 
No, I did. No, no. I meant the room that we were talking in. Oh, yeah. when when we get back to play, yeah, I was gonna gonna leave and try to sneak out the window. <laughs> Door. <laughs> All right, let me see. Are we still streaming? Okay, we are still streaming. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, sorry about that. Technical difficulties on my end, folks. Uh, my my Discord just crashed out on me. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking into this right now, and when it comes to uh, when it comes to the uh, addiction and all of that fun jazz, uh, this is under the use of medtech. So we need a medtech. Uh, you have crave away, uh, which can be used uh, to assist with somebody uh, getting rid of their addiction. In order for a medtech to do Crave Away, they must first know how to produce rapid detox. Dose of Crave Away, Crave Away can be used by a med tech in conjunction with one week of psychotherapy to attempt to uh, treat addiction. Um, let's see, are there any other ways to get rid of addiction? Stink Palm, we need to have, we need to got something on here, don't we? There's, there's no way we're getting T-Bar into a week of extreme therapy. <laughs> And and let's and be right. honest, it, it's it's drugs. There's not just a single magic cure all for addiction. Yeah. I mean, addiction's a serious subject. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. I think Red did it right in requiring uh, therapy at some point. Oh, completely agree. Well, in the meantime, if you got your uh, your hands on some uh, rapid detox, you could still use that to reduce his uh, the side effects of the pizza as well as all of his other addictions uh, for at least a couple of hours. Uh, well, you still need the smash the cocaine. The smash and the right. cocaine. Those side effects are actually beneficial. I think. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, I, I have a better idea. Instead of trying to <clears throat> detox T-Bar or try to stop him from this pizza because it doesn't sound or seem like that's going to be a viable thing, when we go sabotage and flood the pipes with the pizza sauce, we can sequester some and we can just slather T-Bar in that so he can see it all out there, but he'll have his own supply of it. He'll have his own secret hoard and stash. So or if like, I'm not at the chance. strip when that happens, if I'm yeah. away from the strip when it happens, it, it will matter. Yeah, you're yeah, you're, you're going to be flying into recovery. We don't we don't pull the trigger on the sprinklers until T bars in the air and went on the way to the extraction site. All right. Logistics, then. What do we need that, that we don't already that we don't already have? All right, I'm gonna make a tactics roll um, okay. to, to just put some order into the chaos of the plan. All right, I have two checks on here. Oh, the fourteen. I must have double clicked it. Okay. Sure, you don't want the critical success there. 
Uh, we I do have... definitely do, but I rolled it first, so... Yeah. I, uh, I, we do have plus twos <laughs> in chat right now. Uh, we have one from Stinkpalm and one from my girlfriend. Uh, I'll, so... I'll take two of them. To, I'll take two of them to bump that up to right. a 15. If that... Well, thank you very much, the two of you. Uh, that's increasing. Uh, so 14, so that'll be 15, 16. So tactics of 16. Uh, what you know that you need to handle yourself is if you guys are going to be uh, dealing with pumping pizza sauce through the water system of the city, uh, you're going to need to get access to a bunch of pizza sauce. Specifically, the way you can do that is uh, one of two ways. You can either try and break into uh, the different bloaties down the strip and get all of that dumped into the water systems, or you guys could try to hijack a uh, train car, since the stuff is shipped in by train, and pump that into the water systems outside of the strip and let it go down the pipes. Capricious, this is out of character and a little bit meta, but did you set this up as a train specifically so that we could hijack it? No. Going all the way back <laughs> to when I ran the one. <laughs> I have no okay. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> this Why hasn't been... Like what we should do. This hasn't been months in in the back of my head at all <laughs> can um can see your brain ticking away there mr mojo man do you want to listen so spread some of that mojo the most sauce that we're gonna get is from one of the shipments we'd have to hit multiple individual bloaties to get enough sauce into the system. I think one hit on a train. That sounds bad because again if we tried to if we tried to take it from the individual bloaties, that would we might succeed, but then that would cause more security beyond the strip and more awareness of what's going on and make everything else more difficult. But if we hit a train, that's like a way. Yeah. Yeah, probably better to it's A secondary thought to pop into uh, into Calamity's head actually would be the fact that there would be two possible ways to get that sauce into the strip. You could go the tech route and pump it through the water systems, or you could go the solo route and blow the tracks and literally cause it to just spill out into the street. So this that would require the train. Yeah, that would that would require the train timing to match our float timing, which we can do. We control when the float goes, and we can learn the timetable of the trains. So we could coordinate, be more explosive, and give us a third distraction. The exploding train and the pizza sauce. One. 
We need the ordinance to blow the tracks. Oh, even more yeah. chaos. Yes. Mm. I like it. Do we have the explosives to do this? Take you, some of your missiles uh, from your AV. I think I'm out of missiles, but... Or get Silver to set it, to hook us up with some explosives. There you go. Yeah, we got friends in high places. C9. Yeah, um, it's a C9 over here. Uh, uh, <sighs> my brain. Calamity. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll me a uh, 1d10. We're actually going to do a rep check right now. You were the one that suggested silver. Um, six, uh, you know that silver is a high-level fixer and would be able to get you guys access to some very, very high-quality explosives. I'm all for blowing up a train if you know how. How big of a bang do we want? Well, I mean, we've already dabbled in the C6. Couple bricks. Anyone have the skill to rig the charges? Solo? Demolition? One, two, three, not eight. <laughs> Do we want to do Mojo's got a three tech and zero demolitions. Mojo will not be setting these charges. <laughs> Look, if I can disarm them, I'm sure I can set them too. I mean, it can't be that hard. It's just connected a couple of wires, right? What's you the... Know, <laughs> the right places to place them and the directions and stuff like that. It's crazy. What's the biggest number of the C that we can get? Uh, go ahead and roll me. Uh, roll def- uh, demolition. No, I'm. I'm asking the the group that. Oh, okay. Domino is asking, what's what's the biggest number of the C that you said we messed with the six before? Is there one bigger than the six? Is that how it works? Is the number gets bigger and then it's a bigger bang? Uh, Probably. That's what Mojo that, believes that, is that as the number gets bigger, <laughs> the bang gets bigger. This is C twenty five. That means that's now what Jack thinks because he doesn't have a clue about explosives. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so there can be a C25? I'm just looking at... How big would that be? Remy. This is your area of expertise, oh, amigo. Uh, yeah, let me think real quick. You crunched on numbers, amigo. Uh, you roll me demolitions. Okay, there we go. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, you know that uh, the the actual use of those uh, when it comes to uh, like C six and when it comes to the, the smaller right. stuff like that, uh, they're they're usually designed for like s- smaller bangs. Uh, but you do know for a very specific fact that in the past you've dealt with things like mortars. And mortar rounds are designed to not only punch through armor, but also have very large blast radiuses, or radii. And uh, 
you have seen before a heavy mortar go off. It had a 15, uh, 15 meter radius, and uh, meta knowledge does 12d6 damage. Ow. Would wait, so would we be able to rig the track to explode when the train crosses over and have the explosion big enough to get the sauce thing to make it explode and flood the streets with one explosion? We don't want to vaporize the train. We we need to get the sauce onto the street. That's the aim here. Right, but I mean, I mean, to because I mean, the the sauce isn't going to be in the engine part of the train. Or do we want to time it so that the train continues going and we just blow up the section, the part of the train that has the sauce in it as it's passing over and then spills it over? I mean, or do we want to like have somebody with an ex- like a rocket launcher thing sitting there timing and as the train passes this key area, we hit the side of it with this RPG and it explodes and causes the ruckus, and then floods the other side with all the sauce pouring out from the other side of the exit of the the boom. Uh, T bar, go ahead and roll me a, a vehicle vehicle tech check because he can answer this question. If it's a vehicle tech check, I probably could. Well, it was from his vehicle. Oh yeah, no, just Vehicle tech? Yep. Uh, is air vehicle tech? Yeah, air vehicle tech. Sorry, so sorry, I keep forgetting. There's a difference. In the that one I don't have. Uh, yeah, so you know for a fact uh, that when they're talking about firing a rocket, um, Remy's suggestion of possibly using a mortar could be rigged up for impact. Uh, when it comes to rockets, you already have the capacity to fire rockets. All you would need is to get a rocket, um, and you could get anything from a small rocket to an anti-tank explosive, uh, and you could fire that off of your your AB. But they are a little expensive. I tell them I will definitely need anti-tank rockets to do this. Out of character, real quick, just, sorry, tanker. There's two types of uh, tank rounds. There's the heat round and the sabo round. And for what we're talking about specifically, we want, would be wanting to get the Sabo round, not the heat round, because the heat round, it's a canister with a pipe, and there's a blasting cap on the end of it, so that when it hits, it blows a hole so that the pipe can funnel in, and then it puts like a liquid, like a liquid gaseous napalm inside. So that's more anti-personnel to liquefy whatever personnel is in whatever vehicle you want to shoot. As far as anti-tank, that's where Sabo, because it's a depleted uranium shell about this long, fired at like super or hypersonic speeds, and what it does is it puts a hole about this big on one side and a hole about this big on the other side, and it creates a vacuum uh, hole inside, so everything that's not bolted down inside is like what would happen if something got a hole in space, and everything inside is sucked out. So the vehicle just kind of comes to a stop with the two little holes, and then there's like a 30-foot blood stain on the other side from everything that was inside. 
So that's what we want to put the hole in the sauce thing to make the sauce just spew out the other end of it. Let's say that's what you have access to. This yeah. is why I didn't serve in the military <laughs> because there are so many ways to die. <laughs> Either way, uh, I guess when I answer in character, I just say whatever the one is the most expensive and makes the biggest film. Uh, the one that is the most mm-hmm. expensive would be the uh, the multi multi use pod anti tank anti tank rocket launcher. Anti-tank um, is good. That's not enemy personnel. That's what we'd want. That's the save around. Uh, you also have... Uh, well, when it comes to the, the difference between them, uh, I'll, I'll let you pick out what you want to tell them. Uh, the anti-tank rocket uh, has a much smaller area of effect because it's specifically for a target. Um, there is, though, a large rocket that you could literally attach to your AV that functions uh, similarly to, like, what you would anticipate a small-scale Tomahawk missile would do. Uh, that one's 10,000 eddies apiece. Versus uh, well, we're not for- eddies. I don't think I'm going to ask for anything that crazy. But, uh... <laughs> we're not putting the bill. Just, just, write, just write down what you need. Your character writes, okay. writes down... What's that again, Raven? Does Silver does Silver have this in her back pocket? Not in her back oh, pocket, like, but she has access to higher uh, higher um, higher cost oh, items. I'll request that, but I, I would request multiple regular missiles, preferably. Just, I guess, from a greed standpoint, so that I'll have them later if I want them. Uh, but if assuming okay. that it would it would get the job done, uh, even though. Yeah, I'll put down one of these crazy tomahawk missiles. <laughs> Several satchel charges might just do the job, and that's very inexpensive. I'm just letting you guys make the knowledge checks to see what you what you can pull out of your out of your knowledge. So I don't know. I don't know how to make them, but I know I know of them, and they're um I use I've used them many times on ops. See. Uh, Excellently made people go boom. Speaking of which, Calamity, uh, go ahead and uh, roll me a uh, just a flat tech check. Um, let's say you can you can pick either for your tech you can pick either uh, basic tech or demolitions tech. I have demolitions tech. What basic tech it is. Uh, actually, that that's that's perfectly fine. Um, let's see, uh, you think that you might be able to rig something together? Uh, you and Remy might be able to put something together yourselves. It's a possibility because you're talking about satchel charges instead of having to spend the bucks. And that does that does mean that we won't have to subject T Bar to watching all the sauce spill out onto the strip as well, which he would have to do if he was firing. So, two things, maybe three. Um, I don't think it would be a good idea to use T-Bar's rocket launcher 
because then he would be in that process where he may need to be on the other side of the strip to make the extraction. Yeah. I was thinking that we would rather want someone with one of those. I, I, there's a thought. IEDs. One of the, those things that, that, um, so like uh, just a quick, like shoulder mounted, boom. And then the, so they could see the training coming, shoot it. And then they could, uh, GTFO, um, to some other part of what we need to be doing, but that way they're able to get that done. T-Bar can be where he needs to be. Um, and we're able to do it as it's happening. We can see, we can watch and it's done. That's the, and that is why I don't necessarily think we should be doing the satchel charges because that's, you know, getting them with the timing and we got to time it right with the train. What if it's late? What if it's too fast? We don't know which car we then have to know which car the sauce is in, in the parade of the burr. So if it blows, cause if we have it blow too soon, then the sauce doesn't spill and the, the, we blow up the engine of the train and then so the sauce is there and if we blow it too late then we blow up the caboose of the train and the All sauce right. is fast. Jack would have scoped the, the strip earlier coming in um, where is the track in relation to the strip is it visible from the strip uh, you've been here before because um, you've been to yeah. Vegas before uh, what do we use for memory checks what do we use for memory concentration concentration give me a concentration check can Jack concentrate? We're concentration. <laughs> yeah, Give him some of the coke. It'll be fine. Not bad. Uh, the uh, the uh, train tracks. Uh, let me real quick. Do you want an actual number or a rough guesstimate? Essentially, I need. I don't need to know the exact distance. Uh, for what I've got in mind, I just need to know whether um, I or anyone standing on a parade float would be able to visibly see the train coming. Uh, so, uh, the Vegas Strip. One second, you're you're going to be on the Strip, right? Yeah. All right. I'm literally looking at a map right now walmart why would vegas have a walmart that's uh uh so from the uh from the strip itself you would not be able to directly see it but you would probably be able to hear it uh with modern day uh knowledge and maps the current uh train system that runs through because of uh it's post-war uh it would follow roughly the old route of highway 15 So you probably wouldn't directly see it, but you would be able to hear it. Do we really need to be there to see it? I mean, uh, it is the future, and I mean, couldn't we set something up remotely or a camera or lots of other things that would allow us to know when it's there? Ooh, that would be – like if we were uh, – I was going to say – uh, what if Ooh. we made like one of those IUD or IED things – that was rigged so for a button thing so that we had a little camera so on one of our one of our agents we could just see when the train is coming by and we push the button and then it shoots the rocket but then my like i'm overthinking this because then somebody might find that before the rocket fires and then get it reported and someone's like oh no no they're going to blow something up and then it gets taken down before we succeed in blowing it up and again the sauce gets by 
So I do think we probably want to have somebody physically there or, Hey, um, Mojo, uh, don't you have cronies that you could maybe get to like man that rocket? Like we could get it all prepared and then they could be there to make sure that it happens successfully while we do the other stuff that we need to do. Vampire, you muted. I think, I, th- I think he might be overthinking this. Is the wheel man the expert on explosives? Oh, I'm just I'm having an I'm having an imagination moment. God damn it! The solo talk. You want to fuck this chicken? I'll just shut up. We're, we're what? Talking about the work of like four or five techs. We have two. So um, we've got yeah. the chip to rigs so that you can win your car. We've got it. Explosives to rig. Rocket charges will work. They, um, uh, we can work them with timers, and uh, um, uh, yeah. as a backup, we can trigger them with an agent. Yeah, I'm all for stealing the car, but I, I'm still confused. How does stealing the car help us get this guy out of jail? It doesn't. When you win, when it's you win, <laughs> no, when you win one of those bloody things, the casino security, the, the lights, everything goes absolutely nuts. And some of the trip security will be, will be diverted inside the casino. Now, Domino drives the vehicle out of the casino. He picks up myself and whoever's on the float. And that's our get out plan. Right. I'm like, All right. Right. And we need some satchel charges. We need to set SCP up with. We we need to get the timetable for the train. We need to set up the gig to coincide with the train shipment. Yep. And that's going to be on SCP because he's setting all that up, right? Mm-hmm. All right. We need explosives. Uh, are we making that, or are we? Um, those satchel charges we can probably ask silver just uh, to get and they should be sim- uh, pretty cheap for her that way we don't have to create them all right or we can create them and um, and not bother her but we just need the we need the material then so i guess we got the main part but uh the actual getting this guy out of this place uh what are we doing there? Well, my impression is that all of the distraction that we're causing in the strip will allow yourself and um, Calamity here to fly in and and pull the target out, no problem. We have any clue where inside this place he is? SAP seem to know. Okay. So are you taking SCP and the white heart bitch with you? Me? Yeah, for the extraction, because they know apparently where the person that they're trying to get is. SCP will I don't, Yeah, I don't I don't think they're gonna want to come along for the ride, but uh okay. they could just tell me. Okay. Uh T bar. Oh, boy. You, you there? Yeah, my camera went out of focus. I was just turning it off and off. Uh, 
for uh, for T Bar, uh, you remember the fact that uh, they they were not going to be able to get into the building with you, but they would need an extraction after you get Asriel. Right. So getting, I I I'm completely with 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 T Bar on this. How do we actually? get in and out with Knox. Regardless of how much distraction there is, there's still going to be shit going down unless it's a, you know, oh, he just happens to be out in the play yard and T-Bar lands the jump jet right these, there and he gets in. You know, these people of, that Jack is whipping up into a frenzy, maybe you could lead them all there. Have them... Maelstrom, whoever he's whipping into a frenzy, all rush this building. Tell him there's, I don't know, free K-pop posters inside. I don't know. So they rush one side and then you enter from the other? Or just enter with them. Wasn't the SCP Silver saying something about them looking to hire ex-military? Maybe so you could just Walk right in. Yep. Yeah, with that we could always try that. That's why that was... I was talking about doing the security piece, where I would get in with them. That way, I could pro- yeah. uh, provide an avenue of entry. That might be even easier. Well, on that, yeah. So I could do. I could move around. Need to be fully. near the facility or at the facility, so that you can. Get in, infiltrate, find our man, and then accidentally leave your shift early. Or accidentally or, leave some doors open. Yeah. If you if you were if you were to join their security, if you two were to join the security and get in and thing, when the when the riots happening on one side, you you're just slower and the rest of the group run, and then you guys go and grab the person and then you could steal one of the other, if, if they have them on site, you could steal one of their AVs so you're not putting yours at risk, and then we could get even more vehicles for our group that we're trying to rebuild. Yeah, I, I guess. Do we know if they have AVs on site? No. Well, I don't know. But I'm, I'm sure the, the lady boy and the... the Numbers or letters for numbers would work. So maybe uh, sounds like we maybe need to get a hold of them before we finalize this. You can. I don't want another knife thrown at me. Uh, I don't know their number, but uh, Calamity's been in contact with them. I'm sure she could get a hold of them. They can get a hold of them. Calamity, you do have Silver's number. I do. So are we ready to bring them back in so we can talk to them, or shall I just put them on speaker? Or dial them up with my agent and throw them on speaker? That. That. Please don't have them come back. Oh, wait. Before you call them, tell them we need some money, too, because I'm, I'm totally broke now. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Yeah, did yeah, you spend never... the last of your cash on Coke? Yeah, I don't have any any No, I spent it gambling. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> 
It's it's Vegas. Same same difference. Whatever. Just yeah, steal some money from the table. Compensation for this, just in the uh, that it was going to be worth the our time. <laughs> it is a heist. Why not freaking knock off and knock over some of their cash rooms? Yeah. I uh, turn to calamity at that point. I, I like your thinking. You're um, it's silver. He says you can get absolutely anything. Well, like most things. Grabs like, yeah, grabs like, yeah, a lot. Grabs a slip of. Of, of of paper like that, yeah. It's a VIP room, so there's going to be no pads. Um, and just starts writing down like just wish list. I've done this before in real life. Go on to like a guitar center website. Just starts starts writing down like wish list equipment. And and it is 2045. Some of this stuff probably hasn't been in production since the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> to present to her uh, when she wants <laughs> and you just see his eyes light up for the first time um, he generally walks around not really giving a shit about much and this is the first time probably everyone's seen him genuinely excited about something childlike glee on his face as he's writing stuff down pedals, oh, we need more pedals fuzz yeah, yeah. alright I'm going to need a backing band. Fuck. Uh, what do you think? Keytar or no Keytar? Keytar. 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 And he will carry on Flaming Keytar. Flamethrower Keytar. Yeah, there you go. Yes. going to go full Rammstein mixed with Kavinsky. Mixed with Mad Max. What's the worst that she can say is no. <laughs> exactly. That's the word I live my life by. The worst she can say is no. All right. It continues. To... <laughs> um, above game is that is that is that all all of that all of that ideas and all we really need is some satchel charges and a train timetable. <laughs> For this to oh and and the and the pizza sauce but yeah, um, so what I've got so far that I need mm. to do on my end or I need to do on my end cough cough NPCs, um, getting the maelstroms together, uh, getting a timetable for the train, uh, getting you guys access to some explosives. We don't actually need the whole timetable. We just yeah, need know. the trade float to match the timetable of the train. You have to designate a point of no return in, um, in case the timers don't go off or something changes as far as timing. So someone can blow the um, uh, the satchel charges. We need to designate mm. where the satchel charges will be placed. In the on car. The on, the, on the tracks, wherever. <sighs> I think the tracks would be easiest. That way we don't have to try to get on the train. 
yeah, I mean, you're knocking it off a train mm-hmm. to do things with. Totally not the hijacking, you know. <laughs> My one true wish. <laughs> we never got to do it. But yeah, so when it comes to it, the timetable and the float, uh, the float, yeah, no worries. Uh, Maelstrom, um, timetable will be uh, con- conveniently in conjunction. Um, the microchip uh, poker chip. We, the, yeah, we need a winning coin fabricated. Yep, and the explosives. Yeah. So on my end, that's all you'd really need to get in contact with and let them know. Um, and then you have your, your quote-unquote laundry list that would be provided with the the float. Yes, I will just... I mean, chances are, like, he's going to play his own guitar, but Jack's not going to get the... It, it, it's a smash and grab, so he's not taking any any of it with him. He's under no illusion that... Um, so I will just ad-lib as to what's on the float on the night, and I'll make it perfectly ridiculous. That sounds. We have net. That, if if that's all right, yeah, cool. <laughs> do we have net runner support? Uh, you do from SCP's tech. So have her running Overwatch for us that are doing the um, from me and Chaggy if we're doing the security piece, so they can watch. Uh, they can watch our back and warn us if anything, uh, if any kinks come up. Yeah, I'm down to do the security. So what, my question is, what What are you guys doing about the end location? What are you doing about the uh, medical building? Because you guys have only been talking about the, <laughs> the pizza sauce for like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing about so, the actual secure medical building? Yeah, the the plan for the Metacore building is for our two ex-militaries to go waltzing into Metacore saying, hey, are you looking for ex-military? What's on it for us? And, you know, get a job or whatever, uh, working security detail there. Think I want Do to you remember through. the name of the guy we talked to at Metacore Calamity? The one that uh, we left the the bar with? No, I don't remember his name. But yeah, they... to do that Metacore piece, I'm going to want some satchel charges of my own. Okay. I want to, I want to rig They do that. Nice. And if we're if we're going to be going into the building, uh, we came uh, unarmed. Basically, uh, it'd be nice to to have a gun or something if we're going to go now, in there. Be security. If you're if you're working, if you're going to if, if you're going to get a security on site security job with them, they'll probably arm you. Mm-hmm. You just need to make sure you're working a shift when we plan for all this shit to go down.
make so. rounds, plant uh, plant satchel charges. Yeah, yeah. Do do that sort of in the like. If we can imagine that this this whole thing is going to be playing out over two three days, like you you walk in, you get hired you do some rounds that gives you the chance to plant some explosives ahead of time. And then when it comes to the actual night, you wait until the shit hits the fan and you, you will know that the security in the building is going to get called to the strip to, to, to address all the chaos that's going on there. That's when you make your move. Yeah. I would not say two to three days, because you're talking about an onboarding procedure at a security company dealing with getting uh -huh. a float together with an entire rock set and getting Longer than that, the end of people oh. to exit or to enter the city. So No, oh, I, I was I was trying to be yeah, no, I would prefer it if it was more than that. So that's yes. fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say is that uh what I'm going to do right now. Um, I would like each of you to roll me, just roll 1d2. Everybody. One. Two, three, four, five, six. Oh, hang on. Mine's not behaving itself. What's the command for that? Uh, backslash Slash R. 1d2. 1d2. All right. Two, four, six, eight, nine, ten. It is going to take roughly ten weeks to get all of this together. Because you guys are trying to plan out something pretty big. It's roughly two and a half months-ish. Two and a half months. Yeah. That sounds so, about right. Yeah. So getting all of this together, getting people into the city, getting the shipments of like high explosives smuggled into Las Vegas proper, getting security jobs, getting training, uh, getting together the yeah, flow. Yeah, because they're not going to trust us right away with security. Exactly. So it is going to be roughly 10 weeks, which also okay. means that when we come back in from our break, you guys can let me know what you want to be doing during those 10 weeks. So you guys have a couple of minutes to think. Do you want to be rolling for uh, for jobs in the area? Do you want to do repairs or building? Do you want to be setting stuff up? And I'm going to leave our mics hot for our break while you guys discuss this. Figure out what you want to do. Either hustling, building, going somewhere, getting something done. You have exactly 10 weeks until everything is together. So, ladies and gentlemen, on our uh, in our audience right now, we are going to take a bio break and allow our players to discuss and figure stuff out. You can take a chance to chat, possibly uh, pop in some suggestions in chat, uh, or if somebody has uh, graciously saved up their points, uh, you could possibly drop in a uh, luck Sorry, not luck, positive plot twist, or if you're feeling saucy, 
a negative plot twist. So, we'll be back in a few minutes. See you all in a moment. Alright, our mics are hot, folks. We are on our uh, screen here. Let's take our bio break. I think Dominar is probably going to be hustling that entire time just to help get Eddie's to afford things, and he's not really good at building or crafting things, and he has no military experience, so but he can run jobs. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Jack's hustling would also contribute towards the potential... So if he's playing shows in the meantime, he's also building at those hype. shows. Yeah, at those shows, building hype, announcing the big parade gig. Yeah. Uh, Mojo's just going to be rolling hustle. So. Um. But he'd also be at said shows. Jack would perhaps be intentionally antagonizing uh, Petrochem, so they so that they know that this parade's happening. They might already they might preemptively dispatch some security just in case, having heard what I've said. What about Petrochem? What a load of knobbers, basically, um, and you know. Stop. Just, just preempt that crowd so it's already uh, by the contentious, by the before the event even happens, that could work in our favour as well. All right, I shall be right back. No. Yeah. Domino would also be taking some of that time to uh, plot out the best route for winning the car and making a getaway with it in case we don't, in case the chip doesn't work and we don't win it. Um, planning the best course for losing pursuit and causing other types of disruptions. It's a fast car. Yeah. Fast to hunk of melee you had strapped between your legs. Do it. It's the fastest hunk of melee you've had strapped between your legs. Second. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I know something Mojo needs. Mojo needs a gas mask. Or nasal filters. Hey, look, I'm sorry that the spicy kibble had that effect on the car ride the other day. (laughs) Mojo actually has no cyberware. He's got the the trio of light tattoos and a biomonitor. That's it. Oof. 
course, he only has an empathy of five. So I don't really want to have... <laughs> <laughs> I've been avoiding yeah. everywhere. It's it's part of his character, too. He just doesn't... But, uh, you know, getting something... He's a Ludite. No, he's just... He's not quite as old as Jack, but he's old, and he's lived this long without him. What does he need him for? True. But, you know, all the dust and that being temporarily woozy from that one uh, vat type thing, I, I think he does need either a gas mask or some basal Diesel filters. I don't know. I think he's probably just going to get the gas mask. Kills armor. Anti-smog breathing. It's only 20 bucks. He can pick one of those up and offend it. Uh, I don't know if you can hear Cap, but yeah, that's one of the things that Mojo's going to do. He's got the cash for it right now, and uh, if that's okay, I'm going to deduct the cash and uh, put one of those on my character sheet. Oh, but see, I, I wouldn't do that right now, actually, because you're in Vegas, and it's owned by uh, Pentacorp, the, the, the evil corp, and so whatever gas mask you buy, they may subliminally have put the like pizza flavor smell in it. Really? Look, I mean, look at the rest of this town. Everybody's about that pizza. So, of course, they may put a little something-something in there. I mean, would you put it past the court not doing something like that? Or, better yet, if you do pick it up, then at least have Remy or Calamity look at it to make sure that they... Yes. I'll have it inspected. There you go. I'm just trying to look out for you, man. Just like you do for the rest of us. Hey, that's that's my feelings, Outrunner, but, you know, we also play Caden. <laughs> And more importantly, this is a plan where we don't have to split up into how many different sessions or half sessions or whatever the fuck. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, we still have two groups. We've got, we still have Calamity and T-Bar on their own. But at least we're not in a 
I think this is the smallest split we've ever done. Um, sorry about the wheel man crack. <laughs> but I just found it funny that, um, <laughs> that you were ta you were speaking on a piece about its ordinance and... <laughs> no, I was just like, again, it was like, but what if it, it was basically somebody with no experience with anything mm -hmm. thinking of all these random hypotheticals that more than likely have no clarity in it, but just wanting to make sure. Just just like with the gas mask, how do you know that those haven't been sabotaged with... Look, he's here, like, his whole world got blown up when everything got... When, when the nukes went off and, like, half his family died and he's missing everything and he's just trying to find some semblance, but he doesn't trust anything outside of, like, the six of you. You were kind of sounding like the Emma, the security guard friend or the, the Hispanic friend from um, Ant-Man when you were yes. talking. <laughs> well, what happened was <laughs> and then this happened and this happened. This one time in bank camp. <laughs> but it didn't really happen in man camp because we didn't play instruments, but we were there anyways because we thought we could get high on the instruments that they were putting out. And, you know, because the cleaners that they used to clean the drums, I mean, that's some that's some stuff. But anyways, we were able to get some of that, and we sold that to some of our buddies down the street, and they were able to give us some of the money that we took to get change for tacos. Because you can always <laughs> exactly. go well with tacos. Exactly. So, yeah, that's how I met your girlfriend the other night. Don't worry, nothing happened. Yo, that's messed up, fool. <laughs> that's totally messed up. You shouldn't do that to uh, uh, to another amigo. I just gave her tacos. <laughs> you asked me where I got them. So what I was going to say earlier when we were, before we got on cam was, I agree with you as far as playtime. I block off Fridays and Saturdays specifically for play. I don't do anything else. Um, I started a new job and I, blo um, I told them I'm not available for those days specifically for this reason. But um, um, the, the idea that um, Cap brought up, um, I think that would work better on an intro for a campaign, which is kind of what I'm thinking about when I do, um, um, when I start my, my high riders. Because everyone starts off the team all together. I kind of want to do it where um, it's kind of mid-play, where I'm a... Like, um, you bring in um, each individual or each couple individual um, players or so and you kind of um, get um, get into their world so, I like, do a one-off solo playthrough of the person to give a little background of them 
yeah, one or two, um, uh, kind of like um, uh, how they meet, um, how they that meet the other team members. So there, there's games like um, Scion uh, and some of the World of Darkness games um, where you basically run a, a prelude mm-hmm. for the character to say how they got to where they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great idea to do with other games as well. Like when I I streamed a 5th f- a edition campaign last year, and before we even started streaming, I did individual um, individual session 1s, where the, char- the characters actually went from level 1 to level 2, so that, you know, a little less squishy by the time we started, um, where they, by the end of that one-on, it was literally a one-on-one session, me and them, um, that all got them into the same place. In they they all ended up in the same bar for different reasons on the same night where the instigating in, in, incident happened. But then the, that that actual the first game where they were all in it was the first session I actually streamed. So there's a bit you've got a bit of mystery there um, for mm. for like obviously we were doing it for a stream, so there's a bit of mystery for the audience mm-hmm. um, and the play and for the other players as well. They get to because they, they, you know, intentionally didn't discuss too much about players with uh, player characters with other players beforehand, other than mechanical stuff, um, yeah. so that they didn't step on each other's toes mechanically. But like all backstory stuff, they just kept to themselves. Um, but yeah, that was that's how I did it. I, I did one. It doesn't even have to be that long. I did one like like hour and a half, two hour session, just one on one, and I did them. Consecutive nights in that one week, and then we did the big, the big game, the, the big sort of proper session one with the full party on. We we streamed it on the Friday night, um, and it worked. It works quite well. It's the first time I ever tried to do anything like that, um, yeah. but that would work well even for a private game if you weren't playing it on stream. Streaming, I think that would work for a private game as well. Yeah, but for like um like a session that or a campaign that's going like us for now, I think um that might disjoint the. Yeah, I think because we did it as rather than having the individual players as uh, having their sessions to replace the regular group sessions, I had them on top of the regular group session. Like I, I did it again about halfway through the campaign when they all kind of split up a little bit, and I and I did individual ones, and again I had them off stream. I did a, a, a hour and a half long session with each person, and then we carried on as normal the following Saturday. But stuff had happened sort of a little bit behind the scenes, and that gave the stream a bit a, a little bit of mystery. It was appropriate for sort of the narrative and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, so it doesn't have to. It won't. It shouldn't um, mess with the flow of the campaign if you've got. It, and this is all dependent on how much time you've got in your hands, obviously. Right. Um, I, I had uh, a broken leg, so I had lots of time on my hands. <laughs> and that's why I was like, oh, I've got a great idea. Are you all free, you know? Um, but yeah. But you just, can think of it a... as drop in, drop out kind of uh, kind of play. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are back with our group here. Um, and we've got a, uh, a phone call that needs to be made. And uh, that phone call, if you give me one second, let me 
set up my uh, speakers correctly on here. One moment. Oh, I hate the audio systems on here. Discord always gives me trouble. One moment, folks. Let me put it on here. User settings, audio. There we go. Output. There. Can somebody say something real quick? One, Three. There we go. All right. So uh, for our uh, phone call, uh, we have uh, Calamity needing to make a call over to Silver. And a lot of you have had a couple of minutes to think about what you wanted to get together and what you wanted to request. And uh, we have Silver here to make a phone call to. Hey, so, guys. <clears throat> uh, hey. Calamity, uh, go ahead and uh, make a call to Silver. Hey, Silver. Um, the, uh, we've been kicking around some ideas. Yeah, We've been kicking around, around some ideas for that, for the for the, for the, for the, for the mission, or for yeah. this op, and we want. Um, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put you on speaker for everyone, so we can. Um, I'll jump in. Sure. Have this. Have this discussion. Sure. Tell me what you guys need. Okay. I'm all here for it. You're on speaker now. Hey guys. Oh, wait, wait. Is that, oh, is that your? Can can she see us? Are we on speaker? You're on speaker. No, oh, oh, all right. Jack, big fan, big fan. Love your music. Oh, um, you can't see me doing this. All right, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, right. So I hear you guys have a big mission coming up, and you guys need explosives. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I said the moment. Yeah. Yeah. About a couple dozen, it has a satchel charges, as it were, and a few other things that we need. Awesome. Let's hear it. Yep, so, uh, sure, sure, Jack. And, uh, let's, uh, let's let her know what items uh, you need access to, and uh, she is actually here. To make her real roles uh, based on her active character sheet. Um, so what you guys need, if it's inside the price range that she has access to, she can make a roll for it. Yeah. All right. Um, we need to break this up into satchel charges. What else do we need? We need. You've got your gear wish list. Float. All right, I was saving the best till last. All right, we need we need a train timetable. Yeah, we need to we need to know when the train carrying all of that magic source is coming into the city. And we need SCP to arrange for Jack's big parade performance to coincide with when it hits a certain piece of track. Uh, so the timetable. 100% doable that she's taking care of, and uh, SCP responds, yeah, no worries, uh, I'll, I'll get that set up. And that ship. Just in case. So what did you guys need from Silver? What did you guys need Bombs. from Silver? 
Bombs. Check. Timetable. Check. We need a really great parade float, preferably with a gigantic balloon of my face. I need a backing band. I need a full back line, drums, guitar, bass. A keytar that has been specifically requested by Remington over here. A keytar is very important. Not one of these instruments has to have been manufactured after 1987. Very important. I'll check to remind her that the needs to have a flamethrower. I'd like you to whisper it in his ear while he's talking. Oh, the keytar needs to shoot fire. And if we can get a bunch of fireworks on the back of the float, that will be spectacular. Do I need anything? Remember that old movie of Mad George or something? Max. The, 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 the guy with the, the things like that. Yeah. Okay, so you want basically Lots want of... a kiss concert kind of style. Yes. <laughs> I think. So bigger. Yeah. The first thing I'm going to have you guys check on, you said you wanted explosives. What kind of explosives do you want? Two dozen satchel charges. Satchel charges. So three sticks? Mm, specifically satchel charges. They're in the neon red catalog. Alright, give me one second. Let me pull that up. Yeah, no problem. I totally don't have that uploaded on my phone. Um, so let's pull that block, one up. A block of plastic explosives in, na or in a nano adhesive satchel that can that can be carried to any surface, or that can be attached to any surface and be detonated using a built-in timer or remote by a link a linked agent. All right. I'll go ahead and roll your laser check. Let's see if you can get it. It's premium. Yep. I got a nine. Yes, Maybe. he's able to get you access to satchel charges. How Sweet. many do you need? Two dozen. Two dozen. Uh, go ahead and roll the d10 again. I got a hundred. Got a ten. A ten. Oh, that's a, a one. Oh. Uh, so he can get you access to six. It's a six? What else do you guys need? You did not throw knives at me again? No deal. I heard I heard her say no no promises. Good to know. A fountain brown M&M's. Okay, brown M&M's. Cool. That's a fire. That's for my riders. <laughs> but they're going to have the Pepper Cup logo stand on them. No! No. Alright, so satchel charges, you go, you got six, access to six. What else did you guys need, equipment-wise? Guns, or... We're gonna need SCP to, um, uh, to let us use um, his uh, netrunner. 
Uh, SCP is able to handle the Netrunner as well as the Parade Float and the equipment thereof. I, I can't hear tap at all in the background. SCP is able to handle the Parade Float, the Netrunner, that jazz. Okay. So anything that was being requested for the parade float is being handled by SCP because, unbeknownst to you guys, uh, that's actually part of his department that he runs through Petrochem is through acquiring goods. So, excellent. I guess uh, we we need some kind of job interview set up. Me and Calamity. Um, one you guys can get by it. Yeah, we can just walk in and. Oh, I thought it was like a secret facility. I didn't know we could just walk in there. Okay. Well, supposing... Maybe we should have a backup plan, explosives-wise, just in case uh, it doesn't pan out. Maybe we could uh, have a mortar on standby, just in case. All right, go ahead and roll for it. Sounds good. Mortars. Four. Sounds feasible. And mortar. What kind of mortar are you looking for? Small mortar or heavy mortar? Uh, probably the small, because so, uh, it only takes one person to fire that. All right. Uh, what you give Four. Four. Uh, she's able to get you access to both a mortar launcher and a set of mortars. Go ahead and roll D10. Access to three mortars, mortar rounds. So you've All got right. six satchel charges, a mortar launcher, three mortars. Anything else? Who who's dealing with the chip? Is that we're dealing with the chip and making it, or that's one we're requisitioning through SCP and or silver. We got SCP in the net runner. Sadly, I have not heard my friend from my friend Victor in about a month. Otherwise, I would actually have him online making some rolls for me. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Is there anything else you need from silver? Uh, a way to contact SCP so that we can make sure that we have all that back and forth. Would you be willing to give them SCP's number? Yeah, of course. All right, so there you guys go. You've got access mm -hmm. to SCP now. And um, something a bit more personal, if you don't mind. Uh, Jack will pull out the, his revolver um, and flip it around so that the butt's facing silver and hand it to her that was given to me by a very dear friend and it used to be in better condition than it is got someone that can um get it back to the way it was maybe yeah sure i'll see what i can do you've got two tags Jackie, oh, and silver. Um, I got a personal quest also. So, do you, do you want silver to take your gun, or do you want to give it to your tag? Because you have two people. Hey, Jack. 
Uh, how are you passing your phone through the or your your gun through the phone? Yeah, I forgot she wasn't in the room. Um, <laughs> teleportation. I mean, yeah. Besides, there's Remy and Calamity. Come on, Jack. You're, you're not that far along. You're not that far along with that thing that you told me about that you didn't want everybody else to know, right? We don't have to worry yet, do we? No. We don't. Okay. Hey, Silver, can you recommend a good Ripper doc? I got, I got some work that I want to do real uh, before we, before this goes down. Oh. Don't worry about it, Mojo. Go ahead and roll 1d10. Don't we have that character? Yes. That's a 10. Uh, so that's a 1. Uh, she is able to get you access to a Ripper doc. She's part of Maelstrom. So yeah, she uh, she gets off the phone with you guys, and uh, she starts making the plans for getting together that stuff. Um, she also uh, gets in contact as Jack was talking about the uh, that setup for the float. Uh, she's able to get in contact with CP for you guys and get that stuff together. Unless you want to make a phone call directly to him. No, we have his number, so just in case. Okay. So if she's going to take care of all that setup, that's fine. All right. Uh, so um, in the interim, uh, what you guys are going to get access to, I'm going to write this down in our discard so I don't lose track of the items. Uh, what you guys have access to is you have one uh, mortar launcher. Uh, second item that you got access to was three small mortars. The third thing that you guys got access to was six satchel charges from the neon red catalog. Um, and then uh, number four, you have access to a ripper doc named Doc. How original. Yes. His last name Brown? No, just Doc. It's Dr. Doc. <laughs> ah. Delta, Delta, please. Um, and you also have access to um, uh, her partner. Uh, her partner, uh, let me pull that up, 
her partner is named Roach, and she is a tech. So it's Doc and Roach, and they're both affiliated with Maelstrom. And so they will arrive uh, as the Maelstrom arrive. <clears throat> and then, of course, we've got the parade float and all that jazz from our uh, from Jack over to SCP. And so what I'm going to have you guys do right now, what are we going to be doing in the interim? What are your plans for the interim? You've got 10 weeks as all this is getting set up. So I asked in chat, yeah, you said you'd have me roll for it, whether or not um, the backups have uh, military training and can uh, be on site with Calamity and T-Bar. It's his extra muscle in case anything goes south over there. Yep. So what I'd like you to do is please uh, roll 1d10. What's your luck score? Four. All right, so one of them is not. Go ahead and roll for the next. One of them is. So you can choose which one has a military background, and they can go in with uh, Calamity and T-Bar uh, for their interview. Maxwell Crushing Parker. Okay. And I will actually drop that into our campaign notes section. Uh, so, campaign notes, um, extra detail, uh, Maxwell, backup, he's ex-military. Right. Um, the other question I had is how uh, dual role characters role for side hustle? Uh, so, for side hustle... Yeah, so for side hustle, uh, what happens is, and this is one of the things that I, I wasn't the biggest fan of in the core rulebook, uh, so I'm going to actually let you guys know now. Um, in the core rulebook, according to their uh, their expectations, is is the, the last role that you have put ranks into is going to be the one you roll for your side hustle. So for Calamity, if she is like... Uh, solo, I think you're what, solo five or solo six? And then also, oh, go ahead. No, I think I'm only solo four. Solo four? Okay, what level are you for tech? Same. Same, okay. So, uh, whichever one that Calamity put points into latest would be the one that she would roll under. So, since she was leveling up her tech, she'll roll tech. So for Mojo, if you uh, shifted over to do your Nomad, you'll be rolling under Nomad. Uh, but I don't like that rule because I think that rule is stupid. If you have multiple skills, you can choose the skill that you want to use. So I will allow you guys to choose, if you want to do Hustle, what role you're going to do it under. Because I think that that limitation is kind of, uh, kind of redonkulous in my personal opinion. I I agree with you, but I understand why they did it that way. Your your new role is supposed to be your new focus. Yes. Uh, 
by by role. I mean, the way it gets played out is no, you have multi-focus. I mean, that's that's the way we just play it. So I, I like your role, and I agree with you. Uh, but I understand why they did it that way originally. Yeah. That's good, because I'll be rolling on one man. Okay. All right, so what I'm going to have us do right now is everybody please roll initiative, and then from there we will uh, we will go through and uh, see who's doing what for their uh, two votes. We got a ten, a thirteen, and uh, calamity. You can feel free to uh, throw your solo points into your initiative with this. Go for it. Uh, that's your roll ability. Sorry, my stupid Chrome crashed. I have to go back and roll twenty. No worries. This is why I use Firefox. I always had trouble with Chrome. Drives me nuts. I am a pretty big fan of the new Edge that's built on Chromium, but it does better than Chrome does on Chromium. Cool. And just not all websites cater to it. Like that's why I have Roll Twenty open still in Chrome because it's like I don't know how to work in an Edge yet. Uh, Jack, uh, go ahead. Roll for your initiative. Oh, I did already. I'm doing it again. Right. Oh, I didn't see yours on there. I have Remy, Domino, Mojo, Calamity, T-Bar. Oh, weird. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, click on your second first. And I'll do that in a moment. Hang on. That's okay. Technology. Okay. Yeah. Behaving itself. All right. I'm going to pull up Discord again. Did I really just close my Discord? I really closed my Discord. Okay, well, I'm an idiot sometimes. Uh, so let me just take physical notes because that's what I've been doing all day. Um, all right, so we're going to be going uh, Jack. Then we're going to have Calamity. Domino. T-Bar, Mojo, and Remy. So, Jack, what are you doing for your 10 weeks? Um, So, I can sort of kill two birds with one stone here. If I'm old side, do the side jobs and just play some shows in clubs, like up and down the strip. Mm -hmm. At those shows, I will be broadcasting was we'll say like an anti petrochem message to a certain degree and we'll dropping the occasional um Asriel Knox cover like at the end of the set do like a bluesy or rock and roll version of one of Knox's songs all right um and like at the end of the set he would rip his shirt off uh, rib shirt open and and the vest like a t shirt underneath and it would just have like enlarged print 
uh, where is Ezreal Knox as he walks off the as he walks off the screen. Um, it, it's an attempt. It's a deliberate attempt to antagonise Petra Kim. So by the time the parade rolls around, they might already have some goons there in preparation for something. All right. Uh, so Rocker Boy, uh, go ahead and give me uh, roll ten. Uh, well, how many weeks are you going to be performing? All ten. All time, yeah. All right, roll me 10d6. All right. Uh, So let me zoom in on here. Let's see, what are you achieving during this time? Uh, What's your rollability? Charismatic Impact. It's on a five at the moment. All right. So uh, no gigs or jobs, but you made 100. So let me let me write this down so that there's nothing too confusing. So we have 100. Second one, you have an opening act for a big name group. So you're getting in some publicity for that. That's going to be 500. And that's going to be a uh, plus one for your rep. We've got a four, uh, get some royalties for the most recent data pool download. We can say that that's your Asriel Knox cover. You got 500 eddies for that. We've got a, played a small local gig, just a small little little thing, that's 300. And we've got a, another royalties, which is another 500. Uh, so uh, your grand total for the uh, first half, you've got, uh, let's see, five, 10, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 1,900 eddies. And you also get a plus one to your reputation. And the second week that you are performing, you do a er, personal appearance. And so for this, uh, this could be uh, trying to perform in front of uh, Petrochem execs themselves, trying to get their attention. Um, and you've got 300 eddies for that. Uh, you've got uh, three weeks in a row. Looks like it did not go very well, where you only or you didn't get any gigs, but you're able to scrape by with 100 bucks each. And then your last one, you played a big gig. So those three weeks of nothing, and then you got a big gig in for you, and that's going to be another plus one to your rep and 500 eddies. So your uh, second second half of this, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, one thousand one hundred eddies and another plus one to your rep. All right. Um oh, and it's worthy to note that at all of those I would have been advertising the parade show all to, right. to everyone. Come down on, on date. And uh for that Are they actually... putting us Oh go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to could are they putting us up somewhere? Or are we going to be paying the lifestyle for the uh, two months also? That's what I was going to ask at the very end once we got through everybody. Are you going to be trying to camp out through that little farmstead outside of the city limits and just cabbing in every day? Or are you guys going to pay for your lifestyle there inside the city? Or are you going to go all the way back to your camp, which is several hours away? So I'll ask you guys that at the very end, and you can figure out what you want to do from there. Okay. Um, also, so- we're all still frozen. Everybody's frozen except me, apparently. 
Everybody's still frozen except me and um, Twitch. That is bizarre. Okay, give me one second. Yeah. I think my OBS is messing around. There we go. Okay, all good. Oh. My bad. Uh, all right, so uh, Rocker Boy, go ahead and give me Charismatic Impact. Yeah, OBS glitches drives me nuts, but it is what it is. Holy shit, a 13. Okay, hold on one second. Uh, so page uh, 382, let me drop all the way back up. Yeah, it's a night. Yeah, almost perfect. All right. No, I don't want role-based no, like life pass. I want role abilities. Goodness gracious. This is one hefty, uh, one hefty core rule book, and sometimes that just drives me a little nuts. There we go. Rocker boy. Okay, so for Charismatic Impact, uh, let's see, you're a rank 5 uh, DB, you, you passed it. Um, you're able to get a quote-unquote huge fan base riled up here in Vegas uh, during your time. Um, Rocker Boys fans are now all over the city and in nearby cities. They are strongly loyal and will often do major favors for the Rocker Boy in exchange for attention. So you have a huge fan base, and uh, roll me another Charismatic Impact. Let's see if you're able to get some of that fan base as the maelstrom that are trying to look out for Asriel Knox instead of just old dads. Oh, my fuck. Uh, you... There you go. <laughs> um, you not only have a small army now of uh, dads with beer guts and old T-shirts that they had worn all the way back in, uh, in the, 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 the early 20s, uh, but you now also have an extremely loyal fan base of Maelstrom. And for that, I'm going to give you another plus one rep on your name. You are gaining a shitload of attention. And what I would like you to do right now is please roll me a D1000. One D1000. Oh, oh, uh, you have 739 fans that are now going to be attending your performance live. Nice. Okay, so mission successful, I think. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Right. Uh, that's me. I yeah, I think that was some of the best rolls I've ever seen on Charismatic Impact. That was nuts. <laughs> so, congrats. Yeah. Um. All right. So we've got our rocker boy all done. Uh, what is our nomad doing? Um. Uh, T-Bar, what is your choice on this? Are you going to try rolling through your Nomad, or do you want to just be getting a flat rate from working over at your new job? I, I just assumed I'd be working the regular job part. Alright, uh, so what I'd like you to do is please roll me um, uh, 10d6 as well. Setting our cameras again because I keep having technical glitches. 
36. No. All right. Um, so what are you, uh, what are you getting at? And, uh, what's your role ability for your nomad? Um, my moto skill is seven, I believe. Uh, let me double check. Okay. Um, and this is actually my mistake. I forgot we did initiative. So calamity will be up next. Sorry about that. Um, so, uh, your role ability is six, you said? Uh, oh, it is six. I thought it was seven now. Yeah, it's six. All right. So you've got your, uh, you've got your two weeks here. Uh, so you come in and, uh, yes, you immediately, uh, you immediately get your interview and you're set up for a job and your first week's pay on, on, uh, on staff training is, uh, 200 eddies. Uh, the second week, uh, you're able to actually be put out on some, uh, some bodyguard work and you're going to make 300. Uh, that ends because, uh, you brought in a little bit too much attention, but you're able to get a hundred eddies in, uh, you find a low end client that you're going to be working for and you're going to work for them. Um, and the, uh, the local core for the following two weeks, that's another 200 and 200. Uh, so from this, I'm going to give you a plus one rep. And for the uh, the first five weeks, we have two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, you made a thousand eddies. So a thousand eddies and plus one rep. All right. And for our second half, uh, three, five, one, one, six. Uh, you, you actually, uh, went straight in, uh, using your abilities and you were able to get on a very important hit and you were, uh, paid handsomely for that one. Uh, you got in 400 eddies. Uh, the week after, uh, you had to lay down low, so you only made a hundred. The following two weeks, you worked for the previous client who has high trust in you. Uh, you got 300 and 300. And then for the final week, uh, you were put on to shift for the uh, for the Metacore Petrochem, and you are being set up to be prepared for your uh, performance protection. Uh, so you are being hired on for the concert. And that's going to be a final 200 on here. So 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 1,300, and plus one rep. All right. Okay. So you are hired on as protection. Uh, so you'll be you'll and be able to work. During that time, is it possible that I could have been like trying to sneak around and find out information about where this Azrael Knox may be in the building, or just generally about him? Uh, yeah. Go ahead mm -hmm. and uh, go ahead and give me a. I believe it's deduction. Deduction check. Okay. I was hoping to do more like spying, like stealth, but uh, uh, deduction. You can do stealth, and stealth if you want. You can either do deduction or stealth. I'll let you do it. Stealth is much better. So. Okay. Uh, and given the time, I might as well use my luck. So I'm going to dump my six luck into it. Sounds good. 
Holy shit, yeah, uh, you do, <laughs> excuse me, you do a very good job at finding your way around the building. Uh, you are able to find out exactly where the major entrances are, the major exits, as well as the loading dock, and you are even able to figure out where the flying fuck they keep their quote-unquote VIP area. And so this area is locked off to you, but you know exactly where it is in the building. And the other part was, do they have AVs there that I could steal, or do I need to use one? Um, during this time, actually, um, go ahead and roll, uh, what's your luck skill, luck score? Six. All right, go ahead and roll 1d10. All right, uh, they do not have AVs on site, so roll me another luck check, 1d10. Uh, and you were unable to get clearance to bring your AV in, so you're going to have to figure something out for that. You could bring in your AV illegally, um, or you could try to finagle some other situation. All right. Uh, Vampire, you had a question? Yeah, I thought SCP was going to find a way for us to get the vehicle in airspace. Yeah, so that's going to be through through the, the SCP situation. It's not legal, but he'll be able to get the the AV into the city. Uh, what I was checking on there first was, the first role was to see, is Metacore going to provide you with an AV? The answer was no. And the second one was going to be, is Metacore going to provide you with a license for your AV? And the answer for that was no. Both of them were above his luck. Um, unless somebody in our chat right now wants to drop in a, uh, a luck on there. Or not luck, uh, whatchamacallit, positive plot twist. Somebody drops that in before the end of the session, then I'll say yes, you can have your AV legalized inside the city. Uh, that being said, um, let's jump over to Calamity. You are up next for our, uh, our initiative. What do you want to be doing for those 10 weeks? And so I didn't want it to look conspicuous as far as um, T-Bar and I um, getting employed at the same time. So I'm going to stagger it okay. uh, by a few weeks. In that, uh, in that time, um, I'm going to go and visit that, um, that uh, Maelstrom Ripper Dock. Okay. And see about getting... Um, uh, a pop-up weapon installed. Ooh. All right. Uh, yeah, so you're able to uh, meet up with Doc, and uh, anybody who uh, anybody who's listening that has previously uh, been in my campaign back here in Taiwan, um, they know that Doc is a... Uh, she is literally just a sweet-hearted uh, uh, lady. She's, uh, she is Filipino, and uh, her partner um, is also uh, a female. And her partner is a heavy-duty tech who uh, specializes in uh, Maelstrom modifications and stuff like that. So the Borgware, as it's called. Uh, but you're able to uh, get in contact with both of them. And uh, if you want to get a pop-up launcher installed, that is 100% doable. It's going to be a pop-up submachine gun. Pop-up submachine gun? All right. 
with a oh. with a shotgun under barrel. Oh shit! What a submachine gun with a shotgun is that? Allowable. I'm. I'm I, I thought. Because that's two weapons in one pop. Under, under barrel. Huh? Oh, we, we can figure it out later. Yeah, we can figure that one out later. Because does submachine guns do submachine guns allow under barrels? Because if not, I was going to say I would 100% allow you to make a tech roll, modify it yourself. Yeah, we can probably figure it out. Yeah, okay. we can probably go that route. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, you're able to uh, go on in and let's find out for our uh, stuff on here. How much does it cost for a, uh, whatchamacallit, pop-up submachine gun? Uh, so we're in our core rulebook, uh, internal cyberware, external cyberware. Then we have cyber limbs. There we go. So for our cyber limbs, uh, pop-up ranged weapon, you want to do an SMG, and that's going to be a 2d6 humanity loss. Do you want to take the 7, or do you want to roll 2d6? I'll take the 7. All right, so 7, uh, seven humanity loss, and uh, it requires a cyber arm with two option slots. Do you already have a cyber arm? I've, um, uh, both, both arms are cyber. Okay, do you have two open option slots? I believe so. Mm. Normal cyber arm has how many? I forget. Four. Because I have the grapple hand, huh? Four. Four option slots. Yeah, so I have, uh, I have I have slots available. All right, grapple hand is one slot. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, so now you have three slots taken up. Grapple hand with your pop up uh, pop up submachine gun, um, and that'll be that'll be uh, installed. Uh, do you want to pursue any uh, therapy? Mm, hold off on therapy. All right, I'm good. Um, I'm already crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're just getting closer and closer to Cyber Psycho. Just wanted to double check. Um, so we've got a pop-up launcher, or sorry, pop-up SMG. Um, and for doing a uh, underbarrel, uh, what I will actually have you do on there, let's jump up to our tech roll ability. Uh, you can pay uh, Roach to do this. You can do it yourself, or you can ask Remy to do it. Uh, but you can do a uh, upgrade on the weapon itself. So do you want? Uh, how do you want to pursue that yourself, Remy, or do you want to ask Roach and pay for it? I'll probably do it myself. Okay, so let me pull up our uh, roll abilities again. Scrolling through this PDF like a madman. Goodness gracious. Okay, there we go. So here is our tech. You want me to roll under my maker upgrade expertise? Yeah, so I'm going to have you, uh, let's see. So we've got our uh, maker tech roll ability. And let's see, we can, is it going to be upgrade? Lower humanity loss, increase slots, simplifying item, 
grant a non-concealable weapon, uh, the ability to be concealed, increase the quality of a weapon, grant a weapon attachment. Um, let's do an exotic. Increase an item's SP by one. Install an upgrade invented by the tech. Maybe you don't even need a tech roll. Let's double check and see our SMGs. Do SMGs allow attachments? All right, under barrel, shotgun under barrel, 500 expensive. So let's pull that up. Um, eligible for all non-exotic ranged weapon fired with the shoulder arm skill. Uh, so actually, yeah, you can install that without even making a roll. Uh, it's just going to be 500 items. Submachine guns are fired with handgun, not a shoulder arm. Oh, good mm. point. All right. Um, then, yeah, I will have you, I'll have you use your tech roll. Uh, this is going to be, it's 500. So if it's 500 eddies, that's going to be uh, unexpensive. So let's look for our tech again. And Sorry, we're going. Guys. Oh no, worries. Hey, that we are all learning. We're all uh, we're all getting stuff out of this. And I actually got a uh, a couple of messages from somebody before actually, who was letting me know that they actually super appreciated uh, T Bar and Calamity for trying to do this stuff on stream because they got to learn how to do it. Uh, there aren't many streams that do it actively on stream, uh, so they actually they actually gave me a big thank you. So. Don't worry about it. Um, so on here, let's. How can we do this? Uh, let's do. Let's just do an upgrade. And for the upgrade, uh, it's a expensive. So the DB is going to be twenty one, and it's going to take you a week. And if you succeed on this, then you've got a shotgun under barrel for your SMG pop up. Okay. Um, I want to. Uh... Can I throw my luck into this? You can 100% can. Okay. So plus three luck. Okay. Do we have any plus twos? Do we have any plus twos in no. chat? No, we are out. We do. Oh, wait. Oh, we are. No. no, we got uh, Outrunner and we have my girlfriend. Uh, both, neither of those have been used and Chuggy just gave you a plus two. <laughs> Great. Thank you. I'll take a plus two and right. I'll use my luck. That's okay. plus five. Yep. And DB is 21. Time is one week. Fingers crossed. So okay. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Um, if you want to use up another of the two plus twos, you can clear out the team and get that up to the DV you need. Just ask okay. the uh, do that. Team okay yeah. with that? Do it. You guys, you guys oh, yeah. do, it. do it, do it, do it. Okay, right. thank you. You've got it. Uh, you now, uh, it's going to be a total cost of 1,000 eddies for the cyber arm upgrade with the SMG. Uh, it's going to be 500 eddies for the underbarrel. Uh, you're able to source that in from silver. Uh, and you're able to get it done. It takes you one week, and you now have a pop-up SMG shotgun in your arm. I wanted to ask Silver retro, uh, like before actually, um, uh, jumping into this, like shortly after we had our our conference call with her. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to shoot her a message or give her a call on my agent and um, just tell, uh, 
propose that um, uh, or ask if she could um, set us up with like just a place to flop for um, the duration of this mission, since it's um, uh, she's uh, she's wanting us to get it done, and it wouldn't um, uh, it wouldn't be beneficial to her if we were tired or if we couldn't get the amount of rest. So I mean, a simple cube hotel or whatever. Or, someplace where we could be rested and not have to pay out of pocket. Uh, she she actually lets you know that she is uh, sleeping outside city limits. Uh, she is sleeping in a car. Oh. oh, I tried. Yeah, you guys can, uh, as I said at the very end, I can ask you guys what you want to do for that. And if you want to pursue somewhere, that's totally fine. Um, but uh, both uh, Silver is being uh, set up through her car because it's free for her. Um, and SCP actually is sleeping at the Petrochem site. Uh, the executives have housing for them. Okay. So um, the, re- uh, the rest of the time, um, about a week later, a week mm-hmm. after or two weeks after Chuggy, or after T-Bar applies, then I'll, I will go and apply. Okay. Uh, so you My got... off-duty time. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Oh. My off-duty time, I wanted to see if there was any um, uh, um, murder derby kind of um, uh, extreme sports going on that I could um, participate in. Uh, For the derby, uh, they do not have any uh, major racing events like that inside the city that aren't for uh, heavy-duty vehicles, but they do still have the fight club. It's not not vehicle-related. It's kind of like roller derby. It's kind of like roller roller derby, kind of like um uh, something similar to something similar to a battle angel Alita, where they have their murder ball. Uh, murder yes, derby. there there is a uh, there is a roller. What what did we call it? Vampire. What was it called? Don't remember. You're mute. Okay. Yeah, you're on mute. I don't recall what we called it, but I do have. Um, the old skates for hit and run. Yeah. <laughs> if they fit you. <laughs> yeah, they're they are rocket skates. So. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to see if there was any any teams or any sanctioned matches that I could jump in on. Uh, for something like that, yeah. Um, if you if you wanted to try and get involved with with those, that would be perfectly fine. Um. That would be that would be taking up a uh, a hustle role though if you want to be going in for one of those competitions. Mm, okay. I think I'll just go the security route then. Okay. Um, I can look for weaknesses and in their security where I could um uh, where I could conveniently leave doors open or or map out an escape route. Okay. For once we grab Azrael. All right. Uh, so for uh, for yours, go ahead and uh, roll me eight d six, please. Coming right up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's backslash roll. Yep. Eight d six. All righty. There we go. So, Calamity, you've got eight weeks, so I'm going to split this up into two separate months. 
uh, for yours. Let's see. Uh, you come in and uh, you actually get uh, you get hired in initially by uh, uh, by Silver. Uh, Silver needs assistance getting some of the stuff into the city. Uh, so Silver is going to be working with you while you're waiting for your employment to come through. Uh, so while you're while you're dealing with her, you're also talking with Doc and Roach and getting uh, after getting all of your stuff done, just as a kind of a, a mutually beneficial arrangement. Uh, so you're going to make 200 eddies for that week. Um, the next week on, uh, you are uh, you are successfully hired in, and you actually are put with a team uh, with T-Bar, and the two of you deal with that large hit. Uh, the one where uh, where where he actually had to take a couple of weeks off afterwards, uh, but you're in that hit with him, and so for that one, uh, you've got three hundred eddies. Uh, the following week, uh, you also have to lay low, but you are able to get together about a hundred bucks. Um, let's see, and then uh, you're put back on. Uh, under a different client who is working for Petrochem, and you're able to make 200 eddies that week. So for your first month, uh, you work for Silver, and then you get employed through Metacor, and you make a grand total of five, six, seven, eight hundred eddies, and you receive plus one rep for the big hit. Uh, the second week around, uh, or sorry, second month around, one, two, three, four, so we got four, three, five, three, four, three, five, three. Uh, you're put in on another big hit, and so for this one, uh, you gain another rep, and you actually gain some extra cash, so you'll be making 400 bucks for that one instead. Um, and then you lay low again for the following week, 100 bucks for that. Uh, the next week, you work for a higher-end client. They were impressed for or with your work, so you're making 300 eddies. And the final week, uh, you are hired out as well, so you're put onto the uh, you're put onto the big concert, and so you are being set up for that as well. So you got in two hits, so you get a plus two for your rep uh, total, and uh, for that second month, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you made a thousand eddies. So you've got what two one thousand one thousand eight hundred eddies total and plus two rep and you're hired in for the concert. And uh just like Chuggy, or sorry, just like T Bar, uh the two of you were able to start making your way around. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. How stealthy were you able to do this? Or you can do deduction, whichever one you're better at. All right. Uh, you're also able to get successfully around the compound. You uh, you find the doors that you're able to leave locked versus unlocked. Uh, you know uh, that over the course of the last two months, you've got Jack building up this huge following. So you know there's going to be a lot of people coming. <laughs> And the eventuality of the place getting stormed. And so you know exactly where they can start coming in through. And you also find this VIP area um, that neither of you have access to. The next paper. Yep. Um, so with that, uh, again, you've got you've got access. You know where the entrances and the exits are. 
um, and you know the ways in and out of the building. <laughs> Vampire, you have another question? Um, so neither of them have access to the actual place where Knox is being held? Neither of them have gotten access. But they know where it is? Yes. Okay. Do they know if it's an electronic lock or a physical lock? Uh, that is a really good question. Let's find that out with the quick one. It is a physical lock. Uh, so it seems as if this is kind of like a, a vaultish door kind of situation. Definitely not Ocean's, Ocean's 45 going on here. Uh, but the uh, the use of satchel charges could possibly be utilized, or a very good tech roll to cut through the door could also be done. All right. Um, is that it for you, Calamity? You all set? That's it. That's it. All right. Uh, Domino, uh, you are next up on our order. Uh, what were you doing for those two and a half months? So, just quick review. Mm -hmm. um, Domino's whole family disappeared without a trace. Yeah. And he was taken in by the Nomad. And he was yeah. taken in by the Nomad. And he was adopted by the Snyders, and they became his new family. His best friend and former lover died when... Bear died and the nukes went off. The rest of his family, he can't find. He still keeps getting ghost calls from him. Might know where they are. Might be able to get them. That's what they're working on getting money for here. But doesn't know. Has had a knife thrown at him. Has had short temper. When everything happened, he wasn't able to get sleep for three days. He's going to take a minute and he's going to go to Doc and put down a thousand eddies and be like, I need the most extensive therapy you can give me because I'm about to put a bullet in either my head or everybody else's that isn't close to me because blah and starts just vomiting all of that to them. Sounds good. Um, yeah, you head on in, um, and uh, you start talking with uh, with Doc. You give her a thousand bucks, and uh, she she's a, as I mentioned before, she's actually a total sweetheart. Uh, she is a a Filipina lady in her well, in her thirties. Uh, her partner Roach is the extremely gruff, extremely impolite one, so she kind of keeps you away from Roach. Uh, but uh, Doc herself is able to help you out, and uh, this is. I don't even know why I'm rolling. Uh, DV17, that's why. Uh, so, this is going to be a success. Uh, you are able to successfully uh, get therapy for extreme humanity loss. Uh, go ahead and roll 4d6. Can I add my luck to that? YOLO, why not? Okay. Uh, I'm 
I'm just going to add two of it just in case we have other stuff happen in the session. I don't want to risk it, but I'll, I'll throw plus two in this. Okay. So. You get 19, 19 humanity back. It's actually Excellent. pretty pretty damn good. Only one sec yeah. or only one on there, but you've got two sixes. It's really damn good. That uh, will make a lot of my uh, humanity skills better too. Yes. Uh, or empathy based skills. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So. After that, I'm feeling a little bit better, but I still want to take it easy. I kind of want to get back to the roots of who I am. And so I'll spend the next nine weeks just doing nomad runs, okay. getting related and using that to also really map out and make sure that I know all the ins and outs of uh, Las Vegas so that whether we win the car or we steal the car, I will know every which way to take this car to get out safely. All right. Um, I will have you do the uh, the rolls for your nomad first, and then we'll see how good you are at memorizing the roads. Uh, what is your uh, rollability rank? Uh, six. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me nine d6. Right. Um, so the very first week, uh, you actually, uh, you get signed on to make a legit shipment. Uh, that legit shipment, uh, surprisingly enough, is you got hired on at Bloody's Pizza Hog. And uh, you were hired on for the week as a pizza delivery driver. Um, and so you are now extremely familiar with both the smell and the tactile feeling of these flimsy boxes. Uh, so you make 200 eddies, and uh, you now have a Bloody's Pizza Hog badge. So 200 eddies and a uh, employee badge for Bloody's Pizza Hog. Uh, the second week, uh, you you were hired on because you were so excellent at doing this work for delivering these delicious pizzas. Uh, you actually were brought in as requested by Bloody's to protect an incoming train shipment of some unknown large vat cars. They don't tell you what's on the cars, but you're hired in to protect them. Uh, and you're hired on to do that. It is a three-week shipment. Uh, you are actually brought all the way north up towards Canada and follow for three weeks the full route of these Bloody's Pizza Hog Heisenberg sauce shipments all the way from the Petrochem locations up in Canada all the way down to Arizona. So you've got three weeks of that, 200 eddies per week, and you now know the full extent of the train route all the way up to the Canadian border. Um, and then the very, very uh, last week of that, uh, you were hired in to drive the conductor back into uh, back into the city limits. And so the conductor is protected. You see that they have their own entourage with them of a couple of folks, and you drive them back into the city, make another 200 eddies. And because of your excellent work, you made plus one rep. 
So your first month is uh, super ridiculously productive, and you've got a lot of knowledge, but not too much inside the city. Second still great month, knowledge, though. Yes, yeah, still very good knowledge. Uh, second month that you are uh, you're working on, uh, you are hired in to protect another shipment, and for that shipment, it is something totally different. You seem to be getting a shipment of unknown crates uh, that were being shipped from the Petrochem headquarters to each of the Bloaties franchise locations. You don't know what is inside the boxes, but you are driving their truck for them. Uh, you're hired on for uh, two weeks to do that, doing these smaller deliveries. And you make 200 bucks each. And then your last two weeks, uh, you bring in a huge shipment, an absolutely massive, like 20 wheeler uh, uh, Mack truck. Uh, you're required to drive this through the city, and you're able to get knowledge of the major city roads, not the smaller ones, but you now know the highways and expressways. And then on that last week, uh, you have to lay low because you were actually shot at during the shipment. So you make 300 eddies and 100 eddies. And you also now have a plus one rep for being a bloaties employee. Yay! <laughs> uh, so for your bloaties employment, uh, sir, you will have your designated required polo. It is to be worn on shift at all times. You have your Bloaties mascot helmet that you are required to wear as well while you are on shift. If you have ever seen the Outer Worlds with the uh, the big moon head, uh, imagine that, but with yeah. Bloaties face on it. <laughs> that works too. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you are you are now a designated Bloaties employee, um, and you have your uh, Bloaties ID card. Uh, you know the, the the major routes that they take, and you know the uh, the entire extent of the train route all the way from Arizona to Canada. Awesome, <laughs> love the love the horse head, and you get plus two. Welcome to Bloaties. Welcome to Bloaties Pizza Hog, best Bloaties Pizza Hog. All right. Um, is there anything else that you are doing? We've got, we've got a wonderful, no. wonderful imagery here. That'll be it. All right. Um, so how much? So two rep and how much total monies? Yes, I was about to count that up for you. So we have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, uh, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, one thousand eight hundred eddies and two rep. Okay. And your required, sir, required outfit. (laughs) That is now part of your (laughs) official outfit. You've got to be wearing, you've got to be wearing the full employee outfit when you win the car. (laughs) Just be like, I won! (laughs) With your little name tag on. (laughs) <laughs> oh that's wonderful all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so uh domino you got that in the bag uh mojo you are up next mojo what the heck are you doing for these uh these eight weeks oh, sorry ten weeks uh you're still muted again 
We have appeased the mute gods so many times today, they should leave us alone for quite some time. Well, I, I have to mute myself because my headset died. It uh, just stops connecting, so I'm on my speaker, so I have to disconnect when I'm not talking. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, for 10 weeks, um, running side hustles on the lawman chart. All right. Uh, so uh, you come in and uh, you start working uh, the local beat. Uh, you step into the role of becoming a... <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, you've officially broken the DM for today. <laughs> Damn. <coughs> new Domino's logo. Uh, a big rainbow horse <laughs> with Jen. Can't do that. It's not just a horse. It's a unicorn. It's a unicorn. Oh my god! I didn't see the horde. You you have made uh you have made Apollonius so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I think the people listening to the stream have now been hearing me laugh so hard that they're checking to see what the hell's going on. <laughs> Make sure we're not dying. Alright. Uh, Mojo, go ahead and roll me 10d6, please. You got to describe the look for Spotify. Oh, oh right. <laughs> A rainbow unicorn head <laughs> with, like, steampunk, steampunk cyberpunk goggles <laughs> over the horse's face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome okay. to Blood I'm, I'm just picturing Domino rolling up in the escape car, like right next to the float, and he pops out of the escape car, and they're all the crazy people are scrabbling on the along the ground for the sauce, and they see that, and they, that might make them reconsider. They look down at the sauce and go, "Hold on a minute, <laughs> I'm seeing shit." <laughs> Rainbow unicorns. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. My oh. my <laughs> my abdomen is now sore. Uh, Mojo, what's your uh, what's your uh, rank? Rollability rank. Five. Five. All right. <laughs> so, uh, five six four five five. All right. So, uh, you're able to. Uh, you're you're able to get in with the. Uh, do you want to get in with the local police force? Do you want to get in with a local security force hired by Patrick County? Uh, probably security, since I'm going to be working the float with um, Jack. That's the the final week. Is did he just put a Pikachu on? <laughs> <laughs> he put a Pikachu. On top of his horn. This is wonderful. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the quality content you can find at Cybernation Uncensored. Oh, God. <coughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you're going to work for, for local security forces. 
Yes. Okay. Oh, my Lord. It's hard to breathe. Uh, All right. Whenever possible, whenever possible, working security for any of the gigs that Jack's on so that I'm, I'm seen as a known with Jack because that, that's the, for the final float parade, uh, Mojack plans on being on. All right. As security. Well, for the first week, uh, it, it has nothing to do with, with Jack, thank God. Uh, but it says here you're actually able to uh, deal with a major uh, smuggling bust, major drug bust. Uh, you actually find uh, you find out that there's a very odd chemist in the area that had been getting shipments in, and uh, you're able to track down where that chemist was, and uh, you get him busted. Um, and they seize... Hmm? Was this our buddy, the chemist? Yep, because you knew where to find him. Uh, you help track him down, and uh, you accidentally give them the details, and you get a promotion and a bonus. You get 300 eddies for your first week on the job. <laughs> they are so proud of you to find out that you've been uh, you've been working so hard. Uh, your following week, uh, they actually uh, they put you they put you back on the job. And uh, you deal with some of the uh, some of the local security to make sure everything is a okay. And uh, you deal with a gang of maelstromers that had come into the town, um, and you're able to help uh, get some civil seizure. Uh, and uh, you take some of their equipment that they had been smuggling into the town, and you're able to get another three hundred uh, Eddie bonus. Uh, the following week, <clears throat> you had to lay low because the maelstrom were out to find your ass. Um, and because of that, uh, it's only going to be 200 eddies. Uh, following week, uh, you work again uh, trying to hunt down more uh, chemical suppliers in the area after they were able to get info out of your local friendly chemist. And he squeals on other chemists in the area. And you're able to get two different weeks where you pull down two big, uh, <clears throat> big, uh, big goodness gracious, shipments of uh, smuggled drugs. And so you get another two big bonuses, and you get some very, very important rep at your job. Uh, you have received, because you've gotten so many smuggling, uh, smuggling operations, you get plus three rep in your first month of work. So for the first five weeks, three, six, nine, nine plus three is 12, uh, 1,400 eddies and three rep. <clears throat> I see the, uh, the unicorn is finally gone so I can breathe properly now. <clears throat> Goodness. Okay. So, uh, following, uh, following time around, following a uh, set of five weeks, uh, you went in for another bust, and for this bust, regrettably, it went bad. And there was a big shootout. You lost some of your co-workers, um, so you only make 100 eddies that time around. But the info that you gained from there led you on another two weeks of dealing with smuggling jobs and drug busts, and you get another two big busts under your belt. Uh, so one week of oopsies and then two weeks of wonderful success. Uh, you got a uh, <clears throat> a reward from a local uh, local leader who give you some cash uh, for helping clean up the streets so well. So you get 300 eddies from that. And your last week, 
Uh, business as usual, uh, you are hired on because you've been doing so well. Uh, you are hired on to bring in security. Uh, so you've actually gotten in another plus two rep and you are hired on security as well. <clears throat> Three, six, nine, 11, 12. 1,200 eddies for the next set of five weeks and plus two rep. So you've made almost wow. 3,000 eddies and you got five rep. That was some really impressive rolls. Good job. Wow. Yeah, my rep is now six. Yeah, you're well known across Vegas now. Mojo's got the mojo. And, um, yeah, Maxwell was going to go try to get on site with Calamity and, um, Ibar. All right. And he'll be, he'll uh, be working for them. Yeah, he yeah. his cash, though. <clears throat> Are you trying to steal his income? No. Okay. No. He, he can have his own cash. It's all good. All right. He makes money. And he, he, he earns the money. He can keep it. Okay. Um, and we're going to be wrapping this up with Remy, um, our tech here. Or, sorry, Mojo, was there anything else? Um, just at some point, mm-hmm. while I'm running around, swing by a vendor and pick up a gas mask. Oh, yeah, no problem. 20 eddies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's got a wonderful mask that you could, you could borrow. <laughs> Domino is so kind, so kind. Uh, so the uh, the mask that you pick up, uh, it, it has the uh, Bloody's Pizza Hog uh, straight across the front of it. Oh, have it inspected and disinfected just in case Domino's paranoia is real. Make sure there's no invasive sense of bloaties. Hmm. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so you've got your mask and uh, Remy, what are you doing for your 10 weeks? Uh, to start, I was going to try and uh, tinker with my... Uh pop-up grenade launcher to try and upgrade its uh, capacity from one grenade to two. All right. Uh, Let me pull up our roll abilities real quick. So upgrade, uh, that is a $500, which is an expensive one, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. All right, so that's going to be one week in a DV21. Go ahead and roll your upgrade. I am going to put four points of luck into this. All right. And is that Cybertech? That would that would be under Cybertech, yeah. Because you're modifying a Cybernetics. Or no, hold on, hold on, hold on, before you make that roll. Uh, Calamity, did you do Cybertech or Weapon Tech when you did your tech check? Cybertech. Okay, so yeah, Cybertech. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you're able to, you're able to upgrade it. Um, and hold on one second. 
Uh, go ahead and do me a favor. Uh, make another roll. Same same roll. DB21, same roll. I've got something for you. Uh, all right. Uh, you're able to upgrade it not only to a plus one capacity, it is now a plus four capacity. So your uh, grenade launcher now has a total of four grenades that it can fire out. <clears throat> awesome. Yep, so you've got your own uh, little internal magazine itself that you can reload with four grenades. Cool, cool. Uh, so then I think I'll spend the next week um, sourcing parts to to make a make a few grenades to throw in that bad boy. All right, uh, grenades are going to be uh, DV thirteen fabrication. And uh, what's the skill for it? Uh, weapons tech, sorry. Mm, wait, they're explosives. Demolitions, my bad. Because you're not making a gun, you're making explosives. <clears throat> all right, yeah, you got it. Um, all right, so how many do uh, we... Subtract three from that. Oh, it doesn't matter, but... Yeah, you're fine. Uh, so... How many does that make? Just one, I think. All right. Uh, give how many do you want to make? Uh, seven. Seven. I'm gonna spend a week on them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Keep rolling. <laughs> so one success. Uh, all right, so we got a 22, we got a 25. That's another success. Roll again. Uh, 18, that's still a success. Roll again. 19, success. Roll again. 26, definite success. Roll again. 23, definite success. Roll again. And 24, definite success. All right, so you've got seven grenades. You've got a uh, <clears throat> grenade launcher with a capacity of four round, uh, four rounds uh, with its own internal magazine. And you've spent two weeks doing this. Sweet. Um, yeah, and then I think I'll just do some side hustles for the remaining eight. All right, go ahead and roll me 8d6. And we'll be wrapping up our stream with this right now. All right. A 31. All right. So uh, Tech Hustle. Uh, so what is your uh, rollability rank? Uh, seven. All right. Uh, so first week, uh, you're... Oh, holy shit. <clears throat> uh, you worked on setting up some cybersecurity for uh, local Glody's Pizza Hog. Uh, with the assisted connection of Domino, uh, he, he asked you to come into his job. He saw there were some issues there, and you installed some security for them. And uh, you made 300 of these. 
your next week, uh, you were they absolutely loved your work, and so they hired you on for another location, installed security again. So you're going to get plus one rep from there. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got a two. Uh, <clears throat> you're able to uh, use uh, use some of the uh, the scavenged tech from combat zone. So you made. 200 eddies, and I will actually allow you to add another grenade to your inventory. So you can go ahead and add that one in. Uh, four, uh, you did some modifications and repairs on some cyber tech. So uh, after uh, Calamity had gotten all of her stuff ready and all of that jazz, uh, you heard about Doc, you headed over there, and you uh, offered a hand over at the shop with Roach. So you now are familiar with Roach, and you have Roach's contact info, and Roach pays you 200 eddies for assisting with maintenance. Uh, so for your first uh, first month, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you make one thousand eddies. You have one grenade. You have Roach's contact info, and you got plus one for your rep. Our next week, or sorry, next month. Uh, let's see what you are doing. So we got a five. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Roach and the Maelstroms uh, really liked your work, so they hired you on to uh, to help fix up some of the weapons. After a shipment of weapons had been confiscated by the police, they had to bring in some new weapons, and you helped fix and assemble those up. Uh, so you get another rep, and this rep is now with the Maelstrom, so the Maelstrom really like you. You get 200 eddies. Um, and then you did uh, <laughs> uh, two more weeks. Uh, you were hired in with, uh, with Petrochem. Um, and uh, you you were requested to do some repairs for their security system, and you actually sabotaged something uh, inside of their facility. Uh, so Petrochem, for two weeks, uh, has some very serious issues, and you're able to keep getting hired back on to fix these uh, weird issues springing up right and left that you seem to know exactly what's wrong. And the uh, the final week, uh, you were able to find some more garbage out from the uh, <clears throat> from the area around the city, and you were able to make another grenade. So you can add one more grenade into your inventory. So second month, you made eight hundred eddies, and you got another plus one rep. And this uh, rep is with the uh, maelstrom, and you got another grenade out there. Did you say eight hundred? Eight hundred. Yep. Two, four, six, eight. Kitty. Uh, yeah. So uh, all of you used your your time extremely wisely, and we've got a bunch of a bunch of folks here. Uh, uh, Mojo is rolling in dough, sitting in at over four k. Holy shit! Yeah, Mojo made some cash. Uh, aw, Raven gifted a sub to my group. Thank you, Raven. Um, and positive plot twist! Chunky! Sorry, T-Bar! Guess what you got at the end of the month? You got a license for your AV to enter city limits legally. So you can now bring your AV into the city and drive your AV around in the city, including with its mounted weapons without being stopped by the cops. Nice. Yes. Nice. 
So this is our situation. This is the, the end part of all of this. Thank you very much, Raven, for both the gift sub and that positive plot twist. We just got a lot of help from that on there. Um, this is where we end out our stream, folks. Our group here is sitting pretty. We have a upcoming concert with literally hundreds of people coming in for the performance. A large chunk of them are Maelstrom. Uh, we have a uh, a nomad here who now has a heavily armed AV uh, that they're able to legally fly inside of city limits without being stopped by cops or other security forces. And both our nomad and our solo have been hired on to be working with uh, Metacore, and they are entrusting you with security for this big upcoming operation. Uh, we have a uh, tech here that's now been hired on with a uh, short Petrochem contract of two weeks, and uh, they have made themselves very ingratiated to both Belody's Pizza Huts, as well as the local Maelstrom, who have actually been starting to come in in larger numbers from out of town as well. So you can see people coming in from Texas, Arizona, California. <clears throat> they're coming in from Uruware right now because they are looking forward to this performance. Uh, we've got a cop that's been ingratiating themselves with the local police uh, police force slash security forces and has made a shitload of cash, a shitload of bus, and a lot of rep. And we have a very diligent and hardworking Bloaties Pizza Hog employee as our final nomad here, who has not only ridden the trains and ridden with executives, but has been... <laughs> Breathing in that wonderful scent for two months. Mm, yes. So with all of our uh, all of our group here, because this is the way. Yes. Um. So with all of our uh, players, that is where we are sitting, and at the very end of this whole situation. Uh, we have the concert being set up and prepared. We have the uh, train, the next train coming in, and one of our nomads knowing exactly the times and exactly the routes that it takes. We know exactly what's going on throughout the city as uh, <clears throat> as we've had one cop literally roaming the streets for weeks. We've got an AV pilot who has clearance to fly inside of city limits a rocker boy who has been given the A-OK -okay to put on a huge-ass performance, and a tech that now knows the inner workings of Petrochem Security, the folks that own the Red Casino, the Ruby Rose Casino. So, we will be ending off there, everybody. I'm going to have our uh, players here give their uh, sign-off for today's session, and when we come back in, we are going to start seeing our fireworks come into play. Uh, so we're going to uh, start in reverse order. Um, go ahead for me, Violent Neon. Hey, this is Violent Neon, your friendly neighborhood rainbow unicorn who works for Bloody's Pizza Hog. And uh, you can find me here every Saturday uh, delivering pizzas and running things over as necessary. And... When not there, you can find me on CyberNation Uncensored's Discord as Violent Neon. Thank you very much, Violent Neon. And uh, do me a favor, roll out 1D100. Oh, God. Uh, 
All right, you only ran over 30 people in the last last 10 weeks. It's all right, whatever. 30 all right. injuries, it's all good. It's all on Pelotis insurance tab anyway. Fuck it. Look, it's 30 minutes or less or we get fined. <laughs> I don't care about your safety. <laughs> all right, Vampire. I'm Vampire Bites. I've been playing uh, the Nomad Lawman Mojo, and you can find me here every Saturday night doing the same. All right, thank you, Johnny. I'm Johnny Drop over on the Cybernation Uncensored Discord. Uh, you can find me here every Friday for Fallout and every Saturday for uh, Cyberpunk Red. Um. And if you'd like, you can check out my SoundCloud at Arkson. Alrighty, thank you. Raven. Hey everyone, thank you for watching. Um, I've had the pleasure of playing your solo slash tech for this evening. You can catch me on the internet at uh, Doña Trece Cuervo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chuggy, go for it. Hey, I'm uh, Chuggy305. Uh... I play T-Bar the Nomad. I'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you, Chuggy. And Captain Mark. Captain Mark 87 on the Discord. I play uh, Devilish Jack Holmes, the rocker boy. Um, come back here this time, the same time next week, to watch me conduct a riot. Um, Friday for Fallout. And uh, catch me over at twitch.tv forward slash heroes in theory on Sunday night um, for an ongoing D&D stream where I play a magical con man. Um, and if you actually, if you skip on uh, over there when we finished here, uh, Ellen, who usually plays cyberpunk on this channel, she's in Rob's game and she's in the Fallout game, um, is over at Heroes in Theory in an all-barred one-shot. Um, I can't hear it, but I've just pulled it up on the other screen, and she has a massive red wig on and a full-on Harlequin outfit of some kind. So oh. I'm going to watch that after this. <laughs> Go check that out. All right. I'm going to see if we can do we can do a, a raid on here. I'm not sure if I have raid capabilities or not, but maybe we can go in and give them a friendly old raid. Um, yeah. And then uh, wrapping me up so that we can get over to that raid. Uh, I am GM Capricious Nature. Uh, today's music has been provided to us by uh, Helix Code, Base Ape Records. Supplements can all be found on cybernationuncensored.com. Uh, you can check out my links over at Linktree, and you can find the map maker for today over at patreon.com backslash solution maps. Um, I'm going to see if I can do a raid command. Huh? Where is Raid? Oh, I don't have access to Raids. Rob, we need to Raid Heroes in Theory. It won't let me. If Rob's still here, Rob can do slash Raid space at Heroes in Theory, and it, will, it should trigger the Raid. Yeah, it says... I don't have permission to perform that action. All right, well, if Rob is not here and cannot type that in for me, I'm not sure where, where he is at right now. Um, we will see all of you folks later. Uh, we are going to sign off now, and you guys can head on over there. Uh, the link is right here on our, uh, on our Twitch. Uh, 
pop that there. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash Heroes in Theory. Uh, so we will see you folks on over there. We will see you back here next week for Fallout and for Cyberpunk Goes Nomad. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care. Cyber Nation Uncensored.